0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the La Leche del Alte's Random Talks Podcast. I am your host, Yas Gaceres, here with...
1: Eddie Pabon. What's up, what's up? What's
0: good? Today, we are sitting with a very special guest. And not that... Not all of our guests are special, but I grew up with him, so he's like family to me. And his name is Jose de Jesus, a.k.a. Trill Cooker, a.k.a. Pito. Because
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's what the fan calls him.
0: Exactly, that's what the... <laughs> And we're thing. here también con Andy. Say what's up, Andy.
1: What's up, what's up, what's up? Andres Sensen. Yes. So you guys are you guys, you guys are you guys are chefs. Yes. Thank you guys uh, for coming no, on. Appreciate yes. you guys. You Thank know, you.
2: It's it's crazy. Back in the day, chefs never really got recognized, and nowadays we're creating a different culture. So it's a beautiful thing.
1: Yeah, it's awesome, and this, you know this is why we do what we do, folks. If you're listening for the first time, you know that you, we want you to know that Random Talks Podcast is a platform for individuals who are leaders, inspiring, who are entrepreneurs, who are chasing their dreams, and they're doing it. Uh, with little to no recognition or maybe just an additional platform for them to share with the world what they're doing. So we're going to pick their brains a little bit about what it's like to be a chef, um, what your experiences have been
2: like thus far, and and tell us about it. What kind of chefs are you? Uh, so I consider myself, uh, I call myself, I guess, a private chef nowadays. Okay. Um, I basically host my own dining experiences, uh, pop-up dinners throughout the Bronx, and speakeasy dinings, in different locations and or private residencies.
0: Okay. How did you get into cooking? Cause we grew up together, nah. so it's I mean not that we ever you know what I'm saying. Like you never know what this person's gonna do with that person. So when did that happen? When did your love for the kitchen start?
2: You know it's weird. So my love for the kitchen, I feel I, I feel my love for food was always there. Um, my love for the kitchen came way after that, I would probably say after I had my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I tell, I say this at my dinners all the time, my dinners are, are, are a full-on experience and people who come to my dinners get to know my journey and my story. Mm. I, I started cooking because I really had nothing else to do after high school. I, I barely graduated from high school, uh, my parents were moving to North Carolina right at that same time that I graduated. And I'm a city kid so I wanted to stay out here, I didn't really want to be in North Carolina. so. I told my parents I'm gonna start I'm gonna go to culinary school, you know. And and I think the main reason for me was like I thought of a career where no matter how good or bad times were financially in, in the world, I'll be able to find a job. So for me at first it was just like, all right, I'll be able to find a job as a cook anywhere. Right. Yeah, yeah. What about you? How, what
3: made you get into cooking? Oh my my you know, my story's like a little different. You know, <laughs> I came to the um, you know, I came to the state when I was like 18 years old, kind of. Um, you know. Immigrant, no papers and things Wait, like that. Back,
1: where are you back uh,
3: Born and raised in Ecuador. Okay. You know, I came here, you know, half of my life it was back there, born and raised. Came here, 18 years old, started working in different things, nothing about the industry. Mm-hmm. So one day, I remember that I was with one of my friends, and my friends told me, hey, I have an interview in this restaurant. Mm-hmm. I don't want to take the job You go for me Wow So I went yeah, And took huh? the job Exactly A friend Of course cool. um, That was back in What 2002 I mean sorry 2003 or 4 mm-hmm. Don't remember Um. So I went And took the interview They liked me And everything I didn't even know shit about cooking, uh-huh. to be honest. I only know, like, scrambled eggs, rice, ketchup, <laughs> and that's it. That was my fucking dinner. <laughs> rice and ketchup. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Right? <laughs> <laughs> rice, webbles,
1: and ketchup. Word, that's the- very right. Spanish.
3: Exactly. Um, the only thing I do is a microwave, that's it. So, I entered to the industry, and instead I'm doing... Um, it was um barbecue restaurant. I learned how to do cumber and biscuit. That was my... My my thing right That sounds there. like I
0: want it right now.
3: Yeah, exactly right. Comfort <laughs> and biscuit. That's it. But I'm always curious. I want to go for more. I'm always like, I like to improve myself. I want to go for more. I want more money. You know, back there they were paying me like, I think it was like six fifty an hour. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> so you know. So it's interesting that you guys like to cook. You know, I,
1: I, have you ever heard of love languages?
3: No. no the five love like languages crickets, crickets. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: we need sound effects for this
0: shit cricket um, <laughs> bookie <bodies>? <laughs> for that
1: <laughs> but um you know so love languages you know there's different everybody has different love languages which is usually why people clash in relationships because you have like some people prefer physical touch quality time some people, people like receive gifts. and give love yes. differently yeah it's it's your style of loving right but this I was learning recently that there's a sixth love language and what? The, and it and it's a, a whole a book on it it's about yeah food is a love it's universal that's what my is the love one language, language <laughs> that the seventh, the seventh the love seventh language one. coming soon. Ha! by Yasmin Kasere. I, that I love it. Um, I happen to speak that love language so we, um, so we, we getting back to seriousness, we. That that's actually a love language And it's interesting Because it's universal You know this I don't know who's calling me right now But bye bye um, Yeah
0: we, Disrespectful
1: we, we speak different languages But like uh, For example I do substance abuse counseling It's one of the very few Like food it's one of the very few industries Where no matter what happens In the economy No matter where you go As long as you speak the language You know That, that, that yeah. culture speech, kitchen language What we call it, it. Yeah but it So for y'all It's like You know it's, Whatever tastes good People will love you Right exactly. uh, yeah. off the gate. What kind of food do you guys make
2: so me personally, um, you know, I've worked in the industry where I've worked for corporate Italian restaurants, um, French restaurants. And I think at the end of the day, my food is really just kind of like what I call a progressive uh, tasting menu. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to give people a journey through food. Okay. I don't want to specifically work on one type of cuisine because I think there's so much out here when it comes to food that mm-hmm. if I were to just focus on one, Um, not only would I be missing out on a lot, but I'll be missing out on giving people a better experience. So I would say a lot of my, what I like to do is when I do a tasting menu, I want to find a feature, a bunch of different things. So I'll do like a fruit and cheese, a pasta, a veg course, fish, meat, and then a dessert and then a last dessert. So it's really just kind of taking people through a journey through food. Mm. Um, I want to go on that journey. Yeah. Come on. Listen, tell tell us more about
0: the pop-up dinners that you do. How did that concept even come about?
2: So the way it happened was, you know, it's, it's really crazy. I've been planning on doing these pop-up dinners for about back in the La Marina days. I want to exactly. say like six, seven years ago when mm-hmm. I was working with Chef Kelvin at La Marina. And, you know, we always, I always had this thing of like doing my own thing. And I always was scared to do it. You know, I always had this fear. But for a little while, I kind of researched places. And, and for me, I guess also what helped me back was just finding a space in the city to do a dinner at would have cost me two, three grand to rent. Yeah. And I was like, I would have to do 100 people. And my thing is about quality. So I didn't want to like risk Compromise the quality that, of my food right? for, for just to do large space, numbers. Right. Um, so I kind of like always had in the back of my head, I always wrote notes. I always took, um, like my notes on my phone, is it, it's crazy right now. I have notes dated back to God knows when. <laughs> and after I filmed for Hell's Kitchen is when I got back. And, and recently, during that same time, we had, we had recently got a house in Morris Park. So, came back, got in the car, looked at my wife and my kids, and I was like, you know, all these years we've been talking about doing these pop-up dinners, fuck that, they start now. Because if I can go through that in my career, I could definitely do my own pop-up dinners. Right. And started doing them right out of my house. Mm. Um, wow. On my days off from work, I did the first dinner, first two dinners, I invited friends and family. Chef Andy was one of the guests. That's wonderful. Um, Chef Elio, who's not here, was also another one of the guests. And right after those dinners, they both looked at me and was like, "Hey, uh, we'd love to help you do this." And I was like, "All right, fuck it, let's take over the Bronx now." Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I I love that. My that's house what we did. To the Bronx, and that's what we did. We that's took over what we the Bronx. Did. Awesome. Can we, we backtrack
0: did. a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned Hell's Kitchen. How did that come about?
2: You know, it's really weird, man. When I when I first saw so chef Kel- so I started doing um, underground cooking competitions a while back, and it was more like to test myself. I really wanted to kind of challenge myself and also put myself in a position where I was going to meet other chefs. You know, I was competing against chefs who were on the Food Network, you know, who were on Hell's Kitchen prior to me. And I was like, you know, I just want to be around these chefs because I want them to know who I am. Mm. So I joined this (laughs) cooking competition called Culinary Fight Night where I met a bunch of dope chefs. You know, I ended up actually winning that competition. And for me, it was like crazy because I was a line cook in some fucking restaurant somewhere, didn't really have any credentials. And that day when I won that competition, a lot of those chefs were like, who the fuck is this guy? (laughs) And ever since then... I continued to show them who the fuck I was. and um, Yes. You know, I started to work with Chef Kelvin at La Marina. That's where I met Chef Andy. And there, Chef Kelvin, who's done uh, B Bobby Flay, who's done... Shout out to Chef Sh- Kelvin. Yeah, shout out to Chef Kelvin. Of course. He always used to like, yo, Chef, you're amazing. You need to go do a TV show. People need to see who you are. And I was always like, nah, fuck that. I don't want to do That's that. That's good
0: to get that motivation. Oh, well, exactly. the
2: motivation was was incredible, and I was always kind of like, you no, know what? Nah, chef. I want to be an underground chef. I want people to like. I want to be that rose that grew that grew from the concrete. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, that people are like, who, who is this guy? Yeah. Where did he come from? And and chef was like, now nah, you need to do it. So, I went through like like two years past and I applied for a bunch of shows. Like I was a, a backup chef on the B-Bobby Flay show for like two years. Oh wow. Um, so I never got on, but I was like this chef that if they needed me, I was there. Um. And then it was so funny, like, I, I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to apply for a show. So one day I was sitting on a couch just like this, and I told my wife, hey, you know what? Next time, Hell's Kitchen or Top Chef, which I would have preferred Top Chef, but Hell's Kitchen or Top Chef <laughs> comes out, and they're looking for castings, I'm going to apply. Yes. And I shit you out a week later, I'm working, I used to work at Italy, so I was running one of their restaurants, busy service. I get an email, I open it up, and it was casting producers inviting me to cast for the get show. The fuck yes. So I was here. like, wow, I put it into the universe and right. it didn't happen. Yes. So I was like, you know what? I'm sorry. My first response to them was like, I'm sorry, I can't do it. I'm busy running a five million dollar restaurant, and I have no time. And I swear they must have insisted like four other emails after that and they were like, please just come and try it. We found you, we need you to do this. I feel blessed, man. Out of hundreds of thousands of chefs that applied... And that written, is so this, fucking awesome. I was one of those chefs that applied for it. Wow. I was, I was one of the eight that made it on to the season. So out of hundreds of thousands, I was one of eight. So I felt mm-hmm. super blessed for that. That's awesome, yeah, man. That Congrats to so you for that. Good. Like you. Know, Thank it, there's something
1: beautiful about people taking a chance, coming from backgrounds that are from like the Bronx, for example, yeah. where, you know, shit is bleak and nearly hopeless, but <laughs> um, <laughs> but t- turning it around and really chasing your dreams, you know, the limitations that we set forth are really, are really our own minds. Mm-hmm. It's and it's programming and we got to break that programming and shout out to you for doing Thank that. You. Like, Thank you. If, and you keep on applying too. Fuck it. But y'all already took over the Bronx. So exactly. That's over so the how world.
2: do you feel that's, about so that? That whole
0: next. Bronx, the Bronx chef, right? Like so you- the
2: Bronx chef, you know, I feel, you know, I, I, I had a, a friend of mine uh, used to be from Brooklyn, now lives in D.C. Mm. He used to always tell me, you know what, man, get the experience, all, get, the, get all the experience you need in, in the city, and then just get the fuck out of New York and go to like Virginia, go to like Florida, and trust me, you're going to be the man. Mm. And honestly, I've thought about it. I've had many conversations with my wife and the kids like, hey, you know what, we might go to another state because I want to take over. I'm 37. 37?
1: Yeah, I'm 37. Right, that's Jose. And And Andres, how old Same age.
3: Oh, wow, you guys are also yeah. y'all synced up. Oh, Jesus. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, um,. You know, I, I one day when when right before, right after I came back from Hell's Kitchen, I was like, you know what, like, why do I need to go somewhere else when right. the Bronx needs me the most right now, right? right? Mm-hmm. Like, I like born and raised in the Bronx. One of the things that I've noticed is we really have our food culture is not like any other borough. It's not like Queens. It's not diverse. It's not like Brooklyn in the city where yeah. you know we don't have high end dining. We don't really have We don't exactly, you know. And I and when I, and when I sat there and thought about, it, I was like. You know, if I'm going to do it, I'd rather do it in the Bronx. And I'd rather, like, build for the Bronx, right? Like, part of our mission in the beginning wasn't only for us. It was like, how can we do a dinner with, you know, the Bronx public or or the Gun Hill Brewery Mm -hmm. and not only bring recognition for what we're doing, but also show people that... Yo, the Bronx is where it's at right yeah. now. And that was part of the mission. It was like, how can we not only do for us, but also do for the Bronx? Give back to where you came exactly. from. Exactly. Yes.
1: And when you feed your community, your community feeds you back. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You know, a lot so of people weird, do so. things for money and are really driven by money. But really, when you invest your energy and your heart and your soul into things that you love and your community, and you huh? really mean it, the, money, comes. the money, money flows to you. A lot of
2: people always ask me, like, oh, man, you must be killing it with the pop-up dinners. And if you Google, like, pop-up dinners, you'll see, like, there's, there's, there's not money in pop-up dinners because, number one, you're taking a chance. There's a lot of risk. You're, you're renting spaces out, um, food costs and all that stuff. So, like, when you really think about it, you know, when people do their research, they, have, they, they need to understand that what we were doing this for was the love of food, and the love of the, com- and the, love yeah. of the Bronx, that, that's, that's really wonderful. what drove us, you know what I'm saying? That's great. And that's and a
3: like, like huge difference from other chefs, from other people, you know. Yeah. You can say for other people, yes. Yeah, I, you guys seem friendly. I, you know chefs can be assholes. <laughs> no, listen. I'm oh. sorry. I, I, I worked say, in fine dining. <laughs> <laughs> you're absolutely right. Yeah. I always say we are the new generation of <laughs> oh, chefs. Oh, that's the new wonderful. Way. It's like you're going to see like the little people right there with the a <laughs> huge hat and shit like that. And I was like... Those <laughs> days are over. No, Those like, days are over, though. We mm-hmm. go like rip jeans, hats, and things like that. Which a chill cook a gear. We feel you. you know what I mean, we, we make you feel that love, you know. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's important. Yeah, it I is. that's important. Make you feel think, comfortable.
2: Exactly, and I think that I think that honestly, that's what drives a lot of people to my dinners. Um, it's that, that, that connection touch. that we have with them. You
3: Gotta say your statement. What's the statement?
2: Welcome to the fucking Bronx. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm yes. saying? Like that started off because I felt like people needed to hear like that rawness, right? Like you come to my dinner, the first thing I tell people is Welcome to the fucking Welcome Bronx. Welcome to the fucking Bronx. You know what I'm saying? Because we here. You know, and we're making a difference right now. And I think... um... So you're breaking the ice right there. Yeah. 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 You gotta be so
3: nice. Exactly. We're going to fuck myself. What the fuck? Yeah. We're We're about
1: about to eat some gritty food. That's the whole point. That's the whole point.
2: (laughs) But I'm super grateful, man. I think that when people come to my dinners or my experiences not only do they taste the love, but they feel the love in the room. Mm, And I think that that's one important thing that we bring to it. That is
0: is important because I go out to eat a lot and you don't really get that personal, you know, connection with the chef. Mm -hmm. There was one little place though years ago, it's not there anymore, on Orchard Street, it was called Acasa Fox. And the woman was from South America. And the menu was like her taking you through her Dishes while she was growing up in that country, she would come out of the kitchen to talk to you yeah. at the table, and I would frequent that place for that reason because of that personal connection exactly. with the chef. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. and and I, and I, I, you know, it's crazy because like when you think about restaurants and what really drives restaurants, it's it's the kitchen staff, it's the chefs. You know what I'm saying? Without and them, they're the heart of, with, the, of exactly. the of the place.
0: Without them, you have no restaurant. Hmm. And,
2: but instead of kind of like being upfront all the time we're usually in the back of the house or the back of the kitchen where really nobody gets to see us mm-hmm. nobody gets right. to see what's happening
3: there's, the, there's a concept in um, Chicago Ilenia, it's the other way around you enter through the, the kitchen. Kitchen? through the kitchen through the kitchen and the first person that you see is the chef That's and the cooks Awesome. awesome yeah. and the last person that you're gonna see is the there's chef the and the, the cooks room. It's like old concept here. It comes are like all the around. way around. You yeah. see the hostess or the manager, wow, that's great. and the last person you're gonna see is the hostess and the manager, I like and they're that. gonna say thank you, thank you so much. You know what? Well, I mean, come back or whatever. But what they did for you, they yeah. just only give they you a seat you. and whatever right. they serve you. So,
2: and at the chef's crib, yeah. which is which is my which is my, like that's I want to say my newest concept, but that's like the, the concept that the I'm chef's rocking crib. right now. Okay. And it's a concept where it's an interactive dining experience where you're literally eating in the chef's crib, and you're sitting in the chef's kitchen while. We prepare seven courses for you right before your eyes. Even using drinks. And, the, and we're making your drinks mixology-wise, cocktails, um, using a, a, a standard four-range burner that you will use in any, what in any house the... or yes, chefing yeah. it up. Have
0: you chefed it up for any celebrities? Uh,
2: mm-hmm. So, um, I've been recently uh, working with Chef Kelvin uh-huh. and Jennifer Lopez. What? Yeah. Awesome, 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 right. awesome. I mean... That's so just random. Just... I swear to God.
1: Like, <laughs> I don't know how... The universe has a funny way of manifesting weird things. <laughs> so- So like I think of shit I'm constantly Like I wrote a book Right And I'm constantly thinking I was thinking the other day And it's random It has nothing to do with anything But I was thinking The other day I meditate a lot And I was thinking Damn you know I've tried Oprah I've tried like Diane Sawyer Who was a mentor Who was the reason Why I wrote the fucking book In the first place Um, And all of those Like those doors Fell on deaf ears I'm like And I seen J Lo, And I'm like you know, maybe I should reach out to J-Lo. <laughs> and it's so random. I actually wrote it in my idea book. I should reach out to J-Lo. And then the energy just happens to be like... Moment. Right, that's awesome. Shout out to J-Lo. She's yeah. fucking gorgeous. Shout out and, to she's so yes, and, and she's from the Bronx. Yes,
2: and she's from Calvin. the Bronx,
3: man. What about you? Well, who, uh, Andy, who are your, um, your inspirations? My inspiration, like how I started the, in, the, in the industry, it was like I needed the money. Yeah, you were just... Uh, like, like I said, like... You're so just a hungry Latin man size. from another country looking for opportunity yeah, and running. Yeah, Gotta pay my rent... Two hundred and twenty dollars a month. Damn, two hundred and twenty dollars at, 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 at that time. At that time, ten more than ten years ago. So damn. you know, it, I mean, was, like, wait, it was like it was like. I'm about thing, to yeah. come through. I used to get paid, uh, you know, paycheck by paycheck, buying clothes, kicks, and whatever. And I'm still doing that. You know, that, that was my motivation back then, mm-hmm. like buying clothes for stuff, me. It's tough for me, you know. Yeah. Uh, now what motivates you? Now I have a family, a wife, and a kid. And yeah, that'll do it. Oh yeah, I went, you know, <laughs> that like basically when I, you know, when I have my first position as a manager as a sous chef, it, it turned like a different whole idea. Like like okay, now I'm more responsible. Now I'm gonna do more. Well, you're an adult. Yeah.
1: It's interesting, hard. right? You expanded your it's mindset, more money. right? Yeah. So a lot of like I like to, I like to really educate our listeners and and really help you to realize that. While you may set standards for yourself and you think that those are big goals and dreams, try to really like peel back the onion a little bit and get deeper into what a big dream looks like. Like think global. Don't yeah. think, you know, your city only. Think think big. Think hundreds of millions, not just millions. You know what I mean? Think billions yeah. and trillions. Why not? Because what happens is you, you started out like you said, you was just looking for material things and possessions mm-hmm. and survival, right? Which is your yeah. base base instinct. But when you get past all those survival needs being met, you start to hmm. What's let next? me try this, and then and then, oh, I'm a supervisor now. Oh shit, I can I can manage, right? You start to have these discoveries about stuff. that's self, what happened, and that's and what then happened. You that's wind up happened.
2: on a fucking cooking show and working with J Lo. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so and it's so crazy because um, you know I always say I never did, Kell's Kitchen. I, like, you you look at my profile. I never would put like celebrity chef or. I don't really kinda like I'm, I'm not looking for cloud. You don't I know, like to boast. I know what I'm I know what I could do. And but it's good to take note of your achievements. No, it is great. <laughs> it is great. Like if you, you look mean. at my profile, you will see all the articles that have been mentioned in. Yeah. And, I, and and Yeah, I me, looked at the website, it's yeah. beautiful. And for me, I think, you know, I think, like you said, you, you grow, right? Yeah. And and like Andy's just uh, just said, you know, having kids and a family also kind of opens your eyes to a lot exactly. of things. And when I when I look back at why I did House Kitchen and and what I got what I got what I got out of it, um, number one, I don't know if you guys have ever seen it, but if you haven't, you should check me out. On yeah, show. I was
1: just going to ask you, for, for listeners, um, on Hell's Kitchen, where can, what season So it's what season episode? 18, okay. Rookies
2: versus Veterans. I was one of the rookies on the on, on, the, on the episodes, okay. right? I think there was about 15 episodes. I was probably on 11 out of 15. Ooh. That's and then pretty I come damn back good. After that. Yeah, that was pretty damn good. And I think, you know, for me, I, I just wasn't giving them enough, enough of a character. Yeah. You know, I was kind of like, just... Just I went soldiers. to cook. Yeah. Silent killer. I was a silent killer on the show. I just right. went to cook, you know, and um when i got eliminated i remember i was at those caminos with the chef uh, chef ariel fox who won that season and when i got eliminated all the people that were there came and showed me mad love and they were they like gone. oh my god you shouldn't have got eliminated this is crazy the next morning i woke up and my dms were were, were crazy my Chancho. emails were lit and i'm in the bathroom and my wife is like what the fuck is wrong with you and i'm like you read these you read all these messages and tell me you're not gonna cry yeah and, and i'm so blessed because i've inspired so many people just mm. for being on that show and not only that, but I was able to like watch that full season with my grandmother. You know, who's like that's wonderful. Here, still, uh, it's I mean, beautiful. Shout it. out
1: to Grandma. Yeah, yes. uh, so you know, again, when you chase your dreams, the miracles unfold. Yeah, we always close off the podcast. We're not closing right now, but we usually say, you know, remember that you know you're filled with potential, and that you should chase your dreams, and the miracles unfold and and what you never know is who you're inspiring when you're doing that yeah. so like you started out with a dream you just wanted to cook mm-hmm. you know what I mean and then you wind up getting blown up like yo you inspire me bro and I should just like it's a beautiful feeling right It's a yeah. brave it brings you, it you to know, tears yeah. it really awesome. does
2: it really does and and you know I look I look back now and like for example I've I've been with my wife 21 years so like I've known her brother since he was three and he sees everything that I'm doing now and he's like he's a Syracuse grad and he's like yo like Always just kind of impressed with what I'm doing and super inspired and always trying to push push me more, you know what i'm saying and and just seeing like that right seeing the people who've seen me grow from 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 a from a lousy line cook to <laughs> to, to like you know the Bronx chef or yeah, whatever yeah, you want to yeah. call it yeah. or or cooker uh-huh. it's it's i mean it, it really it really kind of touches my heart because it's like wow, like you're right, like if you really follow your dreams. You know what I'm saying? Anything is really possible. Where and did nowadays, the name
0: Trill Cooker come from?
2: Uh so Trill I'm looking Cooker, at him like so so basically sorry to cut you Born off. and raised in the Bronx, right? Like I always wanted my rap name. I was always like into the <laughs> pop. I always wanted like my Jay-Z name, you yeah, know what right, I'm saying? Right. Like a hundred percent I always hated the name Jose De Jesus. Like I'm like probably the tenth. I don't even know which one. I don't know, like the line, of Mozart, <laughs> the line
0: of Jose de Jesus. De Jesus la 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 la. That's exactly. That's I wanted
2: to create a new alias for myself and my wife and I, we were thinking about doing a dining series called Trill Dining, which would highlight, like, trill art with food, fashion with food, music with food. That is so dope. And we never really did it. It was just, like, kind of talks Good and idea. notes that we did. And um, so it always stood in my notes. Uh, my son, back when I created Chill Cooker, he used to just call me the cooker in the house. He never knew how to call me the chef, so he would just be like, that's the cooker. Oh, that's and, so cute. Oh, my God. it was. So then one day, I'm just like... Sitting on Instagram, and I was like, I went from like the real Chef Jose to, to Chef Jose de Jesus, and I was like, nah, this is corny. This is not. Yeah, I'm like, this. Is cor- this I need to come up with something, and I would just one day, I just threw it into a cooker, and I'm like, I show my wife like, yo, that's fire, right? She's like, <laughs> it's like I fucking hate it, and I'm like, no, you hate it. This <laughs> and her biggest thing was like, why, why are you calling yourself a cook when you've been working so hard to be a chef? Yeah, and I was like, you know what? Because at the end of the day, what I do is cook. You right. know what I'm saying? I'm yeah, not Yeah,
1: the title is yeah, just a title. title. Right.
2: Yeah. I'm a the cook title at the end of the day. to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I want to just... Yeah, that's who I am. I'm, you could I'm be a, a truck chef cooker. cooking
3: garbage. Yeah. exactly. Right. And, and there's a field of oh, that. <laughs> right.
2: Oh, yeah. And when you come to a, a true cooker experience, what I call it nowadays, or to the chef's crib, um, you're going to see, man, I uh, I keep it true and real. You know, I stay true to myself uh, while keeping it real during the dinner. Like Andy said, you know, we cook with... You know, t-shirts and, and, and sweats or jeans and Yeezys, and we just shades. And you yeah, say, "We the just very Bronx, very Bronx." I just trying to go to yeah. one of these pop-ups in Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's actually my next, next question.
1: How, do we, so we, how, we, how does one find out about yeah. when the next? Um, like, what's the schedule looking like?
2: So right now, for the chef's crib, I have two dates out, both in March. The last, the last two Fridays of this month. Um, And then I'm actually, we were just having a discussion earlier, I'm actually thinking about, so right now, my concept is eight people, six, which six sit on a picnic table inside of my kitchen, and then two sit right in front of me on a chef's counter.
0: That's being cute. Um,
2: So, but then I started noticing that the people who are in front of me kind of lose out on the conversation that's going on on the table. Uh, So what I've been doing lately is I've been doing uh, about 14 people in my living room. So I kind of like pull out two tables, I set up like a dining area. That's gorgeous. Um, And I'm super thankful because I never thought about that until one of my guests was like, hey, can you host 15? And I'm like... I guess I can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did about... Since... This is about three months ago. I've done like five events now where we do about 15 dinner, fifteen people dinners in my living room. That's wonderful. Um, so that's kind of like what we're working on for April and, and, and moving forward is, is just kind of like now bringing it out, doing a long communal table, uh, kind of like letting people kinda of engage with each other, yeah. you know. Like you never know who you're gonna meet at this dinner. Mm. Um and I think that the networking part of it is, is, is important. Yes. Yeah. Totally. I
1: love to network. This is what we're doing right now. Yeah. Hey. Random hey. Talks Podcast. Um so the last two Fridays of this month in in March, get in touch with these guys and let them know if you want to eat their food. I know I wanna try that shit. It sounds lit. Joke at It sounds trill. <laughs> <laughs> um I, how can people follow you? So Jose de Jesús.
2: Yeah, um, so um people can follow me on Instagram at trill.cooker they can check out my website trillcooker.com on the website they can subscribe to my mailing list Uh, we mail out we mail out about twice a month with all the dates that we have coming up or if we have any special dates coming up um, sometimes we just randomly throw a dinner in a a restaurant whether it's in the Bronx or in Queens or in Brooklyn nowadays that's awesome Um, so that's kind of like where they can kind of see what's happening next that's what's up
3: check them out check them out and you Andres Sensei how can people follow you? Uh, same thing on the um, platform Instagram, um, Chef Underscore Andy Underscore One O N E, and yeah, pretty much you that's go. it. Yeah. You just Google my name. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so we go got me. five minutes me left, me bitch. so yeah.
0: real quick, I wanna know what are you curious about right now? What like am I you love food, we know that. What else? Kind of you know oh, I blows mean, your boat. You
2: know, <laughs> This is for a Random
1: Cox podcast. No, it's not. That's her podcast.
2: <laughs> not, but to be... To, I mean, just... To, I mean, guys what, married, my, I'll be honest, enough. what floats my boat nowadays, honestly, <laughs> is like seeing my kids excel. You know, my son plays soccer. He's seven years old. Mm-hmm. He's my probably gosh. one of the best soccer players I've seen at his age play. Wow. Um, he's so good that I have people reaching out to me all the time trying to get him on their teams. That's great. Um, And then my daughter, you know, watching my daughter excel. Like, my daughter... Um, she's 14 now she's oh, wow. she's, in Are high you kidding? she's in high school now and you know she, she she's coming from a school on the upper east side to a school in the bronx so like for her the transition of of coming from a school of like 17 kids to a school of like 30,000 kids mm-hmm. is is a huge change so just seeing her like kind of be more open be more like less reserved um, she plays volleyball. We actually—I'm just getting back from a volleyball tournament in Boston that we were just at. Um, so just seeing that, you know, what I'm saying, seeing them like just uh, get better at what they're doing and, and kind of being there, there, being there behind them to help support That's them. That's beautiful. Joseph. It
1: is. I love. I love it when dads are good dads. Um, so shout out to y'all for doing right. that. Thank you for being a good role model for your kids. So and for everybody around you. I'm curious if 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 you had a conversation. With yourself, your 45 your year old self, what would he be telling you your, your reality looked like?
2: Wow, my 45 year old self, tell me what my reality looked like. This right is at eight this years moment? from now.
1: Yeah.
2: Right. So is... Where I'm at, like looking at where I'm at now or no, no, before no. I even got here. Like, so let's say I didn't You're even talk... do another You're, You're talking stuff.
1: to Jose, 45 year old Jose. Yeah. And he's like, bro, this is what life looks like for me right now. What Spit does it. that
0: look like?
2: Oh man, I, I I see it as um, him telling me basically don't fuck uh, up, don't fuck up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Stay focused. Yeah. Um, um basically, uh, keep pushing forward. Never, never, uh, never look back. You know what I'm saying? Keep we all, we always, we always kind of like we go through this journey, and a lot of this, a lot of times during this journey, it, it's it's hard. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of hardships. There's a lot of times where you feel like you're not going to be successful. Sure. Um, you feel like a failure. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and entrepreneurship, like said, entrepreneurship, yeah. fear holds you back. So I, I would think that he would tell me, um, um, keep going forward, stay focused. Um your success is gonna come. Um and he'll definitely tell me that uh um I'll probably be one of the first uh chefs in the Bronx to bring uh, Michelin notoriety in the sense of stars. Yes. Uh, because I feel that the Bronx is missing that. We're missing that 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 Michelin star uh restaurant okay, I mean. that that really brings the world to the Bronx. Right. Yes. I okay. love that. Yeah, that is one a- of the
3: things, like that he mentioned that I'm so blessed though. I brought one to one of the restaurants in the Bronx. Yeah. Not one. He like brought a, a Bib. He brought award, a Michelin Bib. A Michelin Bib. So it's the
2: second. It's the second. Um, um, so basically, yeah, the way the Michelin Guide works. It's um, the second award. You get you get recognized in the Michelin Guide. They'll yeah. probably do like a, a, a an article on you on their on their PR, and then and or um, you'll get what they call a Bib. Um, and if you get a bib, that means you get recognized in the book. So when people are looking you up or looking up the Bronx, they'll find you in that, in that list. So basically,
3: you, find, you, you yeah. Google my name, and it's just, it's one of the uh, few great. things he says, my name, recognizing on the Michelin guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. so blessed. That's a God so bless. That's a beautiful yeah. thing.
1: So I think if I spoke to Jose, he would probably be telling me that. And, and to future Andres, right, to both of y'all, <laughs> y'all probably be telling me that y'all have global chain restaurants that y'all are now running a, a trill cooker school for upcoming chefs. Love that. And that right? you are basking in the labor that you have put forth and throughout your youth. So, shout out to 45 so year old y'all and, and all that success <laughs> that's coming.
2: Real quick, it's funny you say that though because one of the we've been I've been working on like different ideas for concepts, and one of them was like creating. Uh, what we would call a culinary studio in the Bronx, right, where we're able to um, host dinners out of. Mm-hmm. And then on days that we're not hosting dinners, open Do them classes. up for kids to kind yeah. of, like, Classy come in. Large. You know, one of the biggest things for for me right now and, and for Andy as well, I would say, is giving back to the community, right? Like, yes. Um, any chance that I, you know, We'd that I'm doing free that. and yeah. I get to go to a school and talk to kids, I mean, I'm always up for that. In fact, I still have kids that, like, follow me on Instagram that will hit me up and be like, yo, Chef Jose, like... I love what you're doing, or just like I'm inspired by it and I'm I'm just always like excited mm-hmm. to get those messages. Yeah. I'm always excited to like reply back mm-hmm. because it shows that I may not like affect everybody decisions. but the little difference that I'm making it's, it's it's working. Not going, yeah, it's working. working. It's working. You see
1: it. It. You'll make many more differences that you're not even ready to receive yet. You're not even. You're not even. It's it's, it's, it's coming. I smell it. Um. So congratulations, <laughs> guys, on all of your success. We're, you, we're you. a little bit out of time. If you want to follow these guys, you can follow them on IG Trill.Cooker. Cooker. That's for Jose, and if you want to follow Andy, follow both of them. Chef underscore Andy underscore one. That's O N E, not the number. Um. I I really really hope to see Trill Cooking School and yes. and Trill, <laughs> Trill cook troll cooking restaurant. I want to be on that table of 15, um, <laughs> yo. All of that. And, yeah, I'm yeah. bringing my hoodie. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to we'll, come in my sweats. You know, come back on sometime, you know, next season or whatever. I yes. would we'll, we'll love to keep keep well, abreast of what's going on with you guys.
2: I would I would definitely say I'll definitely be on next season. Um some things that I can't talk about due to NDAs, but um there's some beautiful stuff happening this 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 year for 2020 when it comes to like uh, more television appearances and things oh, like that. Okay? okay. I'm yeah. Excited so for shall, you. so definitely so definitely okay. check that out, check him check him out on the show. Um that he mentioned earlier. House Kitchen season eighteen. There you go. <laughs> um, and, and
1: and with that, I just want to remind y'all once again, like we said earlier, you are filled with limitless light love and potentiality. So always chase your dreams and watch the miracles unfold. Yeah. Thank you for thank tuning you for in. Donald if you love this, the podcast, guys. thank yes. you. Truly appreciate you. you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for coming on, guys, again. And if you love this podcast, let these guys know what you think. Follow them, comment on their stuff, Word. and interact with them. Show them love. And until next time, Show we'll us love. We, we, we'll talk to y'all later. We love y'all. Peace.